The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello, my dear friends and listeners. Hope you all had a great start of September. And as many of my clients, you are back in having plenty of meetings and new opportunities. And in this context, I thought maybe a good topic for today is to come back on a subject we address a lot in our business club how to introduce yourself and how to make the best out of a first meeting with a potential client, no matter if it's just during a coffee or a dinner lunch. During this week, I had the opportunity to exchange with two of my clients on those topics, and I wanted to share a little bit of their stories with you. Now, for this episode, I will focus on the first case, which is about my client who went to a fair a tourist fair in Seoul, and during those days she had to meet a lot of new people. And like always in these circumstances, there is no much time for deep conversations. Yet, all the meaningful people in her industry were present in the fair, and it was a huge opportunity to meet new high-level business owners, potential clients, and or partners. The question she had was how to optimize her time during the few days there and make the best out of those encounters. Obviously, during such an international event, first, there are plenty of people, and second, no one has so much time. So there is no point in trying to push for long conversations, trying to sell anything or to sign any kind of contracts during this time. The purpose of such big international fairs is also to allow people to simply meet. Now, my client expressed two concerns. First, that she will not have the time to meet with everyone she wanted to. And second, she will not have the time to make an impact on those she was meeting. Especially, this is the first one in three years, and after a lot of working at distance and on digital meeting, going to such events may be stressful, and that is totally understandable. And I bet quite a lot of you are finding, you know, going back to live events a little bit more challenging than before, because we are kind of out of hand, isn't it? Therefore, in order to address that, first, one may want to remember that there are two aspects that people notice about you, especially when we first meet. Our energy, how do you present ourselves even before we speak, and what we say, something that may mark them and they might or not remember us later on. Taking away the stress of the outcome and my own hidden agenda, and just being present, excited, enthusiastic, paying attention to those who are, we are exchanging with, being curious of knowing more as well in the first, it's the first key ever. Driving the conversation with some meaningful questions that made the other person or that can make the other person wanting to know more about ourselves, about what we're doing, is the second key. And therefore, giving an opportunity for those people to meet later uh, and to fix a meeting right away. That moment when they pull out their phone 
and take your number and already fix a meeting in their calendar. This is quite the magic thing, isn't it? This is the most efficient thing that we may have or happen during a fair. This is all nice and beautiful. How do we arrive to that magic moment? So the first issue she was mentioning is how to have time to meet everyone she wanted to. In that case, it is a matter of organization and priorities, going to the list of the people attending, identifying those we want to interact with and creating a priority list. Every day we may revise that list for, for those fairs that are taking more than one day, obviously. So we may make those priorities uh, and, and making sure that we are meeting those people. Now, of course, it's not because those people are in the same location that each time we cross them or we step by their stand, they are free to talk with us. So it is important first to accept you may not be able to meet everyone on your list, and that is life. Yet, the success of your presence in the fair is not necessary to meet, to meet everyone or as many people as possible, but mostly to have an impactful meeting with everyone you meet, meaning those people to remember you after and to want to see you for a longer meeting. So, accepting that it may not be a number game, but an impact game. It is not necessary how many people we meet, as it is more about how many contacts and meeting calls exchanges we actually schedule and confirm for after the fair. Therefore, for her first concern of how to meet everyone we, we work on, and we actually try to understand who are those people she truly want to meet and accept that maybe she will not physically manage to check all of the boxes and that is okay. Now, once we remove this subject because it's clean out, the second one was much more important. And this is on how to make an impact on a short period of time. Again, at this type of events, people are meeting a lot of other people and the interaction is so brief, it is normal after that not to remember many of those. And by the way, for those who think the point is just to give your business card, first remember nobody does that any longer. And even when they do take your card out of politeness, let's say, most people don't even keep it after. So it is not longer a sign of a potential contact as in the past. I mean, even if they remember uh, or they, they see the car somewhere, they may not even remember the face or the context they met you, etc., etc. So I did talk much more about this in our first season of this podcast on how to connect and make a difference. So you can go back and listen to that season one. It's quite a short one, by the way, but it's meaningful to actually remember how to network in an efficient way. Now, to go back to this specific situation, all that we want is at the end of the interaction for the person to pull out their phone and to do these two magic things. Remember, register our number and schedule a meeting on a spot. So that could be just another phone conversation to start with, by the way. So what is the magic, the magic uh, formula to have an impact in just few seconds and make people want to talk more to you in the future. We call this the 29 second pitch. And I will share with you this magic formula. Basically, why do we call 29 second pitch? It's because, you know, um, they measure the impact uh, or the time that the elevator may 
um, go up, you know, in those uh, towers in New York, they, they may take about 29 seconds. So when you meet somebody in an elevator, this is why most of the time we call it also elevator speech, it's basically uh, just a few seconds that we have in order to make an impact. And again, uh, in a fair, maybe you have more than 29 seconds, but not so much more. So what is this uh, secret formula? It goes like that. I am and then you probably just mention your name, you know, full name or just your initials, whatever it's in interesting for you. So I'm Raluca, for example. But basically what you want to say, it's what is the title that you have. I am uh, the founder or the CEO of this and this business. And then I want to describe the business, a business that, and you say basically what the business does. What makes us unique? This is a very beautiful formula to differentiate yourself versus any other people that are doing the same type of business. Now, the second or the third line, sorry, that you go with, it's our philosophy. It's very simple. Now, I want to give you the, the core of why am I doing what I'm doing? And I go with, we believe in. Now, when I start thinking about philosophy, the core we are, what we are, the belief that I have, it's giving them so much more information than just, you know, I'm a business owner in this and this industry. The next line that you may want to say is the cool thing about us is that, and now I put something that is fun, I put something that is exciting, I put something that is, you know, triggering a little bit their curiosity, and always finish with the question in order to open the interaction and to invite the other person to talk a little bit more about themselves. I will give you the one that we have for um, I am in Paris because this is about I am in Paris and because having an example may help you define your own 29 second pitch. So I am the Raluca, I'm the founder and CEO of I am in Paris, a business club that helps entrepreneurs to grow their life and their business. What makes us unique is our presence all over the world. Our philosophy is very simple. Together, we are stronger. We believe in the power of accountability and community. The cool thing about us is that we don't only clap for our amazing guest speakers, we also give our members the tools to create their own action plan and the first millions. Which business club are you part of? So you see, that is allowing you to say something meaningful about you what you do and to engage the conversation with the other person in a way that is guiding them to tell you more about themselves and their needs. And also that it's open their curiosity about, oh, wow, and how do you do that? So asking them more questions. And this is when we may say, well, we'd love to share more with you about that. And maybe in the interest of good time, just let us just find some time on the phone, you know, next week, when would be a good time for you. And again, remember, it's not only about saying the right phrase, it's mostly about saying it and being in the right energy level, believing in what you're saying and transmitting that enthusiasm also to the other person and the joy that you have in doing that. Maybe it's interesting for you, so I give you a second example of another business that I'm doing. So by having two examples, you'll be even more at ease to define yours. So the second one goes like that. Hi, I'm Raluk. I'm the founder and CEO of impact to see We specialize in scaling up small to medium-sized businesses and take them global. 
What makes us unique is that we have a tailor-made methodology that saves money for the business and time and energy for the business owners and their teams. Our philosophy is very simple. Your business is as successful as your life. The cool thing about what we do is that we truly work with clients from five continents and we have a high-level network. Who is helping you growing your life and your business? Again, these are just very easy and, and short-going examples of what you may say. What is important for you is to try and find out those few lines following this schema, following this formula, that you see that has a little bit more authenticity and also has a little bit more impact when you introduce and you test them with your friends uh, and clients in the, in the future. Hope this helps and in the next episode I'll share the second example of the client who is already in the second phase, who already catch uh, the face-to-face -face meeting with uh, a client and who wanted to make out the best of that meeting. Thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.